Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello everyone, I am Jordan Hall and you are listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast presented by Great Railing. A lot going on in Flyers land, the team is no longer on that long and ugly losing streak. It did get to 10 games, they had two of those last year, but the Flyers were able to end it at 10 games. However, they are still treading water, they are still trying to stem the tide and keep things interesting, keep things interesting in this season, try to be as competitive as possible and really keep their fans in it going into December and really into the new year. Last year, the season got off the rails around December-ish into January, and really the season became about next year uh, early on. And so the Flyers are trying to be more competitive, and they're trying to keep <laughs> – they're trying to stay away from losing streaks like the one they just went through. They went through two of them last year, and they, they can't keep doing that. Uh, the goal really was to be more competitive this season. So more competitive should be avoiding long skids – staying in games, and being able to win one in a 10-game stretch. So the Flyers failed to do that recently, but they did pick up a win, and then they got back in the loss column most recently with a defeat to the Lightning, 4-1. to So they are 1-8-3 in their last 12 games, 8-11-5 overall heading into this weekend. But we're going to get into my latest three takeaways uh, as the team heads through December now. So number one, You hear a lot of talk about the buzzwords right now. Rebuild, retool. Is it an aggressive retool? Is it a full-on rebuild? John Tortorello the other day talked very openly about this taking time, that it's going to take time for the Flyers to get this right. It could take one year. It could take two years. He wasn't quite sure, but he admitted that this is going to take time if they're going to do it right. And he was honest about this being built from the ground up and that he had known that there was other things said previously about getting it fixed quickly and getting this on the tracks and and getting it done now. But he's honest about it taking time, and that's a good thing. It's good to have transparency from your head coach. Chuck Fletcher and management uh, has been a little – they've shied away from saying the word rebuild um, and admitting how long it could take. But I don't think they're naive to the fact that this could take time and that they are going through a transitional phase this year. So my overall point is I don't know if it really behooves Chuck Fletcher to come out and use the word rebuild. I do think it's vital to be transparent with your fan base. The fans are the biggest investors. They're the ones that drive the whole thing. They're investing money in the team. They're the ones coming to games. They're the ones buying merchandise and really paying the organization. So it's important to be transparent and let them know the direction of the team. But – it's so early in this season that 
does it behoove Chuck Fletcher and the Flyers at all to come out and say, yes, we are rebuilding. We don't think we can win. We, we, we are really going from the ground up. I'm not sure it really helps him a ton. What, what does the message send to – what kind of message does it send to the players that are in their late 20s, um, getting closer to their 30s, guys that think they want to compete and win now? Does it really send a, a proper message to them that, that the organization doesn't care about winning right now? Does it really send a message to any of the players that they don't feel like they can win or compete right now? Um, so I think it kind of is a smart way in, in some ways to just say, hey, we're looking to get more competitive. And we believe we have some youth here and we believe that things can be better uh, by pushing forward, by being harder to play against and having a coach like John Tortorella give us direction. So uh, my overall point is I don't know if it really helps the Flyers a ton, at least Chuck Fletcher, to come out and use the word rebuild. Uh, they might be doing that behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, they might be understanding that, yes, this is going to take time and we need to do it correctly and 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 be patient and right. But does it help them a ton from sending the message to the roster, from maybe also come up to the trade deadline and free agency and the offseason ahead? Does it help them to admit that they are full on rebuilding? Um, maybe they could be a little more transparent to the fan base and let people know and maybe John Torello is doing that. Maybe he's the one that's flat out saying this can take time. But the overall most important thing is the Flyers need to get it right. Uh, whether they admit to a rebuild or not, they need to get it right and do it the right way and push forward and start generating an identity, start generating wins, and get the team at least moving in a decent direction where there's a foundation to build upon. That's the most important thing, uh, whether they admit to it or not. So. Maybe people are making too big too big of a deal about whether it's called a rebuild or not. The fact is they got to get it right, and at least they have a head coach, I think, that is acknowledging that it needs to be built from the ground up and there's no skipping steps. Um, but I'm not sure you're going to hear the word rebuild from management or people in-house. Hockey folks tend to never want to concede anything. So it's early enough in the season where you are somewhat within reach of a playoff spot. So why admit to it now? Maybe when it comes to December or uh, excuse me, maybe when it comes to January, February, and you know, in March, as the trade line gets closer, the Flyers will have a much probably clearer picture of where they stand. And maybe at that point they will admit that this season is lost and, and yeah, you, we need to focus on next year, but I don't know if it really helps them going into December to admit whether they're rebuilding or not. That's my overall point. Flyers Talk is brought to you by Great Railing. Stop into Great Railing for the highest quality and lowest prices on all your railing, decking, and fencing needs. My second takeaway is just how important Cam Atkinson can be when he gets back to the Flyers. He's getting closer. He's been practicing. He's been clear for contact, but he has yet to play this season, and the Flyers haven't really put a firm timeline on when he's going to return, but he, he believes it's going to be sooner rather than later, and why I think Atkinson can be so important is not only for his leadership and his kind of been around there, done that um, ability to get to, you know, to help the Flyers in that way, but he can really give them a jolt from a goal scoring perspective. The team is not going to score a lot of goals this year, but the reason they can really use a goal um, and, and Atkinson is early in games when they're trying to establish um, and dictate pace, they're struggling to score goals and, if they can get a goal early and just play with the lead a little more often, they can maybe establish the tempo of the game and dictate play a little bit more. But when you struggle to score as badly as they are, 
you, you're in a dogfight where it's nothing, 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 and you're putting so much pressure on your goalie and, and on the defensive play that you're just not establishing leads and really dictating tempo. Whereas Atkinson is a guy that's got a track record of scoring goals. He's done it 30-plus twice. He's always going to probably be a 20-30 to 30 goal scorer, um, even at this point in his career where he's 33 years old. He's still a very good guy, uh, goal scorer, a guy that can can inject uh, offense into your lineup. So that's why I think he could be so important, um, where he can just go out there and score a goal and at least get them a goal early in games where they can establish some tempo. They just don't have that right now, and it's forcing them to play behind and then uh, chase games. And that that like, you can't do that. As defensive as you want to be, you eventually need to score a goal. I think Atkinson could be so big for them if he eventually gets back. And it's looking like he's taking strides. He's practicing. He's clear for contact. Uh, and that's a real positive for the Flyers. Opioid addiction is a national public health crisis. The Someone You Know podcast from the Independence Blue Cross Foundation offers inspiring stories that challenge stigma, offer hope, and humanizes the disease of addiction. Download the new season three of Someone You Know on all major podcast platforms. And my third and final takeaway is Tortorella has a really tough task of balancing the defensive pairs, balancing youth with experience. The other day, he really wanted to get Igor Zamula in the lineup, 22-year-old prospect who's played only 23 career games, and he really wanted to see more youth on the back end. He thinks it's going to help them in the future, and that's the thing he has to balance is the long game with the present. Do the Flyers feel like they need to play a kid over a young, over an older vet who might not be here down the line? And that's a tough balance, but it's a good balance to have. The Flyers are not really hurt on the back end, so they have some good experience, and they have some vets that are healthy, and they also have some kids sort of knocking at the door. Um, but it, it, it's a difficult balance because the Flyers still need to value winning. They still need to value trying to make strides and getting in the win column, building confidence within their roster, showing the fans they're at least trying to be more competitive, but also not disregarding the future. So you're going to have a guy like Igor Zamula. You're going to have a kid like Cam York eventually knocking at on the door. So the Flyers are going to have to fight that balance of trying to go out and win that game that night or also letting a young player maybe go through some growing pains in the lineup, like facing a, a talented pedigree-laden lightning team who's going to force a young defenseman into a mistake, but to let that kid learn through it. So that's something to watch moving forward here, especially with Cam York playing well down in Lehigh Valley. Um He's eventually going to be needed, and he should eventually be up here playing. When that is, who knows? It could take time. They could want him to be playing with the Phantoms and just build confidence and continue to play. Uh, but eventually, the Flyers will need to have to make a decision on where this season is going. Are they competing for wins now, or are they playing for the future and, and wanting young kids to be in the lineup and gaining experience? So we'll see eventually where that is. Eventually, they're going to have to make decisions around the trade deadline uh, once the winner kind of turns uh, and you start getting really into that runway, that late runway this season where the Flyers need to understand where they are. But I don't think they're really at that phase yet. And I can't totally fault Chuck Fletcher for not at least thinking, hey, we can be competitive or at least be trying. It's, it's December and the season isn't totally lost yet. I think there is, a, there is an ability to be – somewhat focused on winning games and seeing what they can make of the season. You can't just forfeit the season this early, especially if it hasn't totally gone off the rails yet. And you have a guy like John Tortorella, who's 
going to make them competitive and want to make them competitive. And you have players in house that, uh, that are getting healthier players in house that think they can be a part of this. Uh, you need to make sure you're sending the right messages, uh, throughout the organization, not just to the fan base as well. Uh, but that will be a big balance is on the back end, balancing vets with youth, uh, a constant juggle for John Tortorella. So not an easy aspect of his job, but something he's going to have to do and he's open to doing. But a lot to come up here. The Flyers continue a five-game homestand. They're 1-1-0 on this homestand. It doesn't get easier with teams like the Devils, the Capitals, and the Avalanche. Uh, it'll be a good measuring stick for the Flyers to see just how far off they are or can they stay in these games and start to pick up some wins and keep things interesting. But we'll have it all covered here on the Flyers Talk podcast presented by Great Railing. A big thank you to Ben Berry, my podcast producer, for always being flexible with my time, always grinding away and helping us. A big thank you uh, as well to Flyers fans for always listening to the podcast whenever we have it. Uh, appreciate you listening and being interested. Uh, this is the latest Flyers Talk podcast presented by Great Railing. I am Jordan Hall. Thank you so much for listening. Wherever you get your podcast, please rate and listen, and we can't wait to talk to you next time. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.